There is no secret formula for better customer service. But there is the all-new service hub from HubSpot, bringing service and support together in one powerful platform so you can deliver the best experiences possible and free up a rep's time with an AI-powered help desk. Also, you can easily support and grow your customer base. Secrets out, everybody. Service Hub is a game changer. Visit HubSpot.com service to learn more. What's going on, everyone? It's Friday, August 26th. I'm Zachary Crockett here with Juliet Bennett-Ryla, and you're listening to The Hustle Daily Show. Today, we're talking podcasts. Pretty meta stuff, right? Well, there's a lot of competition in the podcast distribution space. Apple and Spotify are constantly duking it out for listenership. But there's another tech giant that wants a bigger piece of the action. Juliet is going to fill us in on YouTube's ongoing podcast push. But before we get into that, let's take a look at the news. The state of California approved a plan to ban the sale of gasoline-powered cars by 2035. That's significant for a few reasons. First off, more than half of California's carbon pollution comes from the transportation sector. And secondly, California is the largest auto market in the U.S., and this decision could pave the way down the road for other states to work on zero-emission vehicle policies of their own. Speaking of cars, Tesla has sent cease and desist letters to a competing self-driving car software firm over a series of videos that showed supposedly autonomous Teslas running over child-sized mannequins. In response, the company's founder, Dan O'Dowd, called Musk a master scammer and a crybaby. Peloton's latest quarterly report isn't looking too hot. The connected fitness equipment company posted losses of more than $1.2 billion, bringing its total year-over-year losses to a pretty toasty $2.8 billion. WhatsApp communities are now available for some beta users. The feature allows up to 10 groups under the same umbrella. Today at the Fed's Jackson Hole Symposium, Fed Chair Jerome Powell is expected to reiterate his promise to slow down inflation with higher interest rates. And lastly, a while back, Capitol Records signed its first virtual artist, an AI-generated robot rapper named FN Mecca. He's a tatted-up, green-haired avatar with 10 million followers on TikTok. And yesterday, Capital announced that it would be severing all ties with the artist after activists said that the character perpetuates harmful stereotypes about Black culture. All right, let's get into this podcast stuff here. Juliet, what's the news at YouTube? So YouTube, just like you, me, pretty much all your friends, is getting into podcasts. There's apparently a new podcast homepage. It's mm. literally youtube.com slash podcasts. It's only available to U.S. users. It kind of went live without any sort of announcement, hmm. but people stumbled upon it. TechCrunch is speculating that YouTube's actually waiting for a creator event coming up next month to make a formal announcement, but it is live now. You can look at it wow. and find podcasts to listen to. And this seems really like the latest in a series of big moves that YouTube has made in the podcast space. Yeah. So they hired a podcast executive, Kai Chuck. They have reportedly offered podcasters and podcasting networks grants of between fifty dollars and $300,000 to mm. get a video equivalent of their show going. They have a leaked document talking about their podcast intentions that talks about audio ads and new analytics, providing metrics for audio creators. And mm. recently they announced a partnership with NPR to bring on something like over 20 of its most popular shows to YouTube. Wow. Yeah, I saw they have like Up First, Throughline, Planet Money, mm-hmm. all kinds of stuff on there. 
So I'm probably like most people. I don't think of YouTube as a podcast titan. Right. Uh, I think of it just as a strictly a video platform. I think of Spotify and Apple as podcast platforms. But I was shocked to learn that it's actually the most used podcast platform, just maybe not in the traditional sense. Right. Me too. I also think of YouTube as a video first platform. And then I realized that I have actually been listening to podcasts on YouTube for years and just Hmm. not calling them that. One example, I guess, if you know me, this is not surprising, but I got really into this subreddit called No Sleep where people just write their own little horror stories. Shocking, Juliet. Right, right. So anytime that I would write one, which is few and far between, someone would message me and be like, hey, I'm a YouTube horror narrator. Can I narrate your story? And then they would do it. Like I would say yes. And then they would read it and add music and stuff. And I would listen to their channels. And because they called themselves narrators, it would not occur to me that it was a podcast, but that's totally what it was, right? Hmm. So apparently there are a ton of people like me. YouTube Music has over 2 billion monthly users and 50 million of those are paid subscribers as of late 2021. And there's been a bunch of studies that have found just how often people use this. The Cumulus Media Analysis found YouTube is actually more popular for podcasts than Spotify or Apple. It's got 24.2% of those surveyed compared to Spotify at just under 24%. Wow. And Apple around 16%. There was another study that found that people who are super listeners, like they listen to five hours or more podcast content a week, Mm -hmm. over 50% of them are using YouTube. Wow. So it's pretty big. (laughs) Wow. And like you said, maybe we're not being broad enough in the way that we think about the definition of a podcast. Mm -hmm. These are like, you know, when you go to YouTube and watch a video recording of the two hosts sitting and having a chat, right? Right. I don't think of that as a podcast. I'm like, oh, it's a show. It's a TV show. Yeah, same. But on the internet, yeah. Yeah, you know, that same Cumulus report had some other really interesting stats. I think 60% of weekly podcast listeners said that they prefer podcasts with video. Mm. When asked how they prefer podcasts, 28% said they like a podcast with video. They actively watch while they're listening. These percentages are like way higher than I thought. Yeah, same. It's not just people sitting on their phones listening to a podcast. It's more of like an active participation thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I actually found that really strange as well. In fact, the reason I don't listen to, I guess, what I was considering podcasts on YouTube when I'm out and about, like at the gym, cleaning in public transit is because it doesn't feel like, oh, I can just put this on in the background the way it does with Spotify. But apparently, (laughs) apparently it's a thing. Yeah. And also from that same report, 58% of weekly podcast listeners say that their eyes are on a screen when the podcast is playing. That obviously has pretty good implications for advertisers. Mm -hmm. Uh, Maybe listening to an ad in a traditional audio podcast is a little bit more passive. You might kind of glaze over it, but if your eyes are on the screen watching a video, you're more likely to interact with that ad. Right. Yeah. And you know, when I was looking at the podcasts that were super popular Mm -hmm. on the page, I actually found this true crime podcast that I had seen pop up on Facebook before. And it's a woman who will tell you true crime stories while she does her makeup. And she kind of teaches you how to do her look while also telling you about some brutal, horrible crime. Wow. Okay. And I was like, okay, I guess I see how that makes sense. Like, obviously you would be both listening and watching her. Yeah. That's an interesting uh, shtick. Yeah. So what's next year for YouTube? So these are not my predictions. Our friends, our HubSpot friends, Kip Bodner and Kieran Flanagan, 
the CMO and SVP of marketing, respectively. Maybe you know them. They also have a podcast called Market Against the Grain. They were extremely excited about this news. They have a short kind of, I think they called it an emergency podcast because they wanted to talk about it immediately. Hmm. So their predictions for what is next is that background listening thing that I was talking about, YouTube will make that feature free for all users. I think right now you have to have a subscription for that. But that totally makes sense because they can make that free for everybody and make the podcast listeners come over and then they can put ads on it. Mm -hmm. And then the paid people can get that for free without ads. Sure. They also were saying that uh, podcasters will probably benefit from YouTube's discovery platform, which is pretty good. It could show you evergreen content based on if you're listening to something that has a guest and that guest appears on another podcast or a host who guests on a podcast or maybe a topic. YouTube is pretty good at surfacing content you might be interested in, arguably better than some of these other podcasting networks. So people will probably benefit from having their content surface more often. And Kip was actually predicting that YouTube will change the way podcasting is done and actually start prompting hosts and marketers to move into a more visual format. Mm. Instead of thinking audio first, then visual, they might start thinking visual first, then audio. Wow, very interesting. Okay. My brain is still struggling to like understand where the line is drawn between a video and a podcast here. Right. It's like I see two people on a video chatting. I'm just like, cool, that's a video interview. Yeah, exactly. And I also wonder about some of the narrative podcasts. You know, the ones that are like fictional, they come across like old timey radio dramas before a modern age. And then it's like, yeah, exactly. Well, if you were to animate that, it would be a cartoon. If you were to do a live action, it would be like, <laughs> what will you do with those? Yeah. But I guess with some of the narration podcasts that I have seen that do end up on YouTube, it's often like a 30 second video of like a campfire or something that repeats over and over again. Yeah. You know, maybe part of this kind of intersection, maybe a reason we're struggling to understand is you know, a lot of podcast newcomers, again, from that Cumulus report, seem to be of a younger demographic, 18 to 34. Mm -hmm. More than half of all podcast newcomers are 18 to 34. More than half are women, too. Right. So we're seeing a, a shift in the demographic composition of podcast listeners as well. Right. And I think within those surveys, when they were talking about what kind of person uses YouTube or what kind of person also watches a podcast, they did tend to skew younger. Hmm. And, you know, these are kids who are already on YouTube. That's already their preferred platform. Right. <laughs> so it's a natural progression for them. Yeah, they're already watching people play video games, so they might as well <laughs> watch them do podcasts as well. Yeah. And I guess big picture, if we step back, it sounds funny to say just because it's been around for so long, but it's still kind of a nascent industry in the sense it's only a billion dollar industry by some measures. YouTube at large is a $29 billion a year business. So podcasting is still a very small sliver for them. Mm -hmm. But they're putting a lot of chips on this here. Yeah. How wild would it be if YouTube just took over Netflix and Spotify? <laughs> if YouTube could produce a hit on the level of Breaking Bad or Game of Thrones, like oh, that man. kind of high budget everyone talks about it for weeks kind of thing. Right. I would be very impressed. But then again, I never expected AMC to do that. So yeah, like you said, YouTube did make a push. Maybe they're still doing it like TV shows, but I don't remember anything notable ever coming out of that experiment. I don't either. I don't think I watched anything on YouTube TV. But you know what I could see, I suppose, I could see YouTube getting into sort of like a almost immersive, interactive sort of viewing experience. Hmm. They have other standalone homepages. They have YouTube Music. They have YouTube Gaming. They have YouTube Kids. I could see some sort of future where it was almost like, um, I don't want to say Web3, but like, I don't know, maybe 
a show where like you could choose what you want to have happen next. I feel like YouTube's maybe even already done this. Mm. That could be kind of cool, like something that combines this entertainment push they have with their gaming push at the same time. Hmm. That's really smart. I mean, because we have to remember here, YouTube's obviously owned by Google, by Alphabet. They have a much broader tech capabilities than even maybe Apple or Spotify do in some ways. Mm-hmm. They have their own unique advantages. Yeah, if I were a creator, I think I could be really into that. I mean, I've even seen that. There's a guy on there. I don't know if you've ever seen him, but he will record a song, like a popular song. He recently did Master of Puppets, the Metallica song, because sure. it was in Stranger Things and it was in the news. And he will record it in like 20 different styles. Be like, this huh. is what it would sound like if Abba did it. This is what it would sound like if Frank Sinatra did it. And then he lets people vote on which version he should do the whole song of. So if enough people say, I want to hear this entire song in the style of the Bee Gees, he will record it. Whoa. And there's already kind of that interactivity and back and forth between the creator and the viewer. And I think YouTube could really capitalize on that. Hmm. Yeah, very cool. You could have a similar model for podcasts. I mean, if our listeners today hated us talking about YouTube, we could have teased that out and uh, maybe we could have talked about Jerome Powell instead or something. Yeah, we could have been like, what do you wish we would talk about? What do you think we should do next? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. All right. Well, keep an eye out for us on uh, YouTube. Maybe we'll be there soon. And uh, in the meantime, you can find us on Spotify, Apple, all the other big players. Thanks for tuning in today, everyone. That's going to do it for the Hustle Daily Show. We're a proud part of the HubSpot Podcast Network. Our editor is Robert Hartwig and our executive producer is Darren Clark. We've got a lot more tech and business coverage for you over in our newsletter at thehustle.co. Go and get yourself signed up. It's free. And we'll catch you all next week.